0: This is the Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast. Hey, family. Welcome to Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. Thank you for listening today. Your faithfulness encourages me to continue sharing God's word. You see, the enemy seeks to silence me as he wrestles with me in the spirit, trying to steal my joy, kill my confidence, and destroy my destiny. Of course, he works through people. And too often, when people are used by the enemy to distract us from our assignment, we feel the attacks are against our person or our personal being. But I want you to understand that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. I want you to remember that the joy of the Lord is my strength and your strength. And if the enemy can distract us long enough to disturb our peace, he can interrupt our joy, hence snatching away, even depleting us of our strength. So I must impress upon you today that there is strength in the struggle. I'll repeat that there is strength in the struggle. Now, please allow me to give props to a beautiful sister that gave her testimony during our monthly women's meeting on Saturday. Upon her speaking those words, doing a praiseful testimony, they resonated so powerfully in my spirit that when I sat to jot down some personal notes, there the words were, there is strength in the struggle. Allow me to remind us that we each struggle in our own way. And each struggle is different. Some struggle with personal goals and desires. Others struggle with addictions, drug, alcohol, gambling, sex, and pornography. Another group struggles with unpaid bills, not enough money at the middle, even the beginning of our month. Not enough understanding, love, or kindness toward each other. We want forgiveness, but we cannot find it in our hearts to forgive. We struggle identifying and pointing out the shortcomings of everyone else. Yet we overlook the very thing with which we ourselves struggle the most. You see, we wrestle with countless weights that so easily beset us, get us off track. Joblessness, homelessness, lovelessness. Not enough food, personal insecurities, systems that don't cater to our diverse needs, communities, or neighborhoods. We struggle with systemic racism. We struggle with understanding who we really are and to whom we actually belong. Many struggle with embracing God's purpose and his will for our lives the struggle to be heard, understood, and respected as a person or people with something of value to offer. We struggle to be loved and valued or finding a significant other with whom we can share our love and our lives. Too many struggle with anger, depression, anxiety, mental illness, and thoughts of hurting oneself or others. Too many struggle with the thought, the idea of suicide. At any rate, there are ongoing struggles at all times in all of our lives. But we must understand, no matter what the struggle, the struggle is real. And you are not the only one struggling. You see, some of us mask our struggles so well that it appears we do not struggle. However... We all struggle, but I want you to remember that struggle has purpose, because there is strength in the struggle. Take, for instance, the caterpillar that started out as a larvae, but once encased in its cocoon, a personal chamber of struggle ensues. The caterpillar must extend, expand, and strengthen its little wings in order to escape the birthplace of its first and most important struggle. In other words, the struggle to free itself from the cocoon represents its own personal development into a self-sufficient, strong-winged, high-flyer since the very act of transforming pumps blood from the body to its beautiful wings. In other words, that caterpillar becomes a beautiful butterfly. Now, if someone is so kind to remove the cocoon that represents the caterpillar's first struggle and primary source of life-sustaining strength, the same ushers in its death. Because its wings will have no stressor or opposition to push against for life-sustaining growth and optimal development. And undeveloped wings will render the caterpillar or the butterfly helpless, unable to fly, and therefore hopeless, without the stress placed on its wings necessary to develop strong, flexible, capable wings, the butterfly is doomed to an early death. Now someone is asking, why is she discussing a butterfly? To which I reply, because just as a butterfly." Or larvae needs the strengthening stress of breaking free from its cocoon. We likewise need enduring struggle in order to develop our strength. At times, we need to lovingly acknowledge to one another, I know that you are in the throes of a struggle. But hold on and trust God because there is strength in the struggle. God's word has so clearly stated my strength is made perfect in your weakness. So even God allows us the struggles that we face in order to show love and his greatest strength. Had the children of Israel not gone through so many dangers, toils and snares, so many struggles, they would not have known that God had such strength and loved them so unconditionally. Nor would they have Learn that God promised never to leave nor forsake them. You see, struggle only comes to make us stronger. The struggle shows up to teach us our own strength, to build us up where we are weak and torn down, and to reveal to us that God sees, he knows, and he loves us. Most importantly, he strategically works every matter in our favor and for our good. But all comes through a struggle. Even when matters spin out of control and resemble everything but favor, we look to God who always causes us to triumph. Right there in the midst and pain of the struggle, we learn to wait on, lean on, and depend upon God. At times when we feel the struggle is getting the best of us, we must remember that all things work together. All things work together for good to those who love the Lord and are the called according to his purpose. So we must know that God is working. We must know that God is working it out and we must continue to trust him even when we cannot trace him. Just because we neither see nor know what God is up to does not mean he is not working on the matter. Be patient and trust in his process and his perfect timing. James first chapter verses two through four. My brother, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith works patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect And entire wanting nothing. You see, the struggle builds and develops our patience, causing us to wait upon the Lord. So let patience perfect our faith so that we will be sustained in the midst of the struggle. And instead of fretting and crying and complaining, we are to count it all joy because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Joshua, the first chapter in the ninth verse says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. The struggle places us in a posture of prayer and expectation. As we expect God to come to our rescue, we expect him to fight our every battle, and we learn over time and through experiencing adversity that God will provide, supply, protect, and defend us. Especially when we stand still, which really means to stop fighting, quit arguing, or so quickly speaking up for ourselves. Stop defending you and let God be God. Stand still and know that He is God, our Father who is omnipotent, omnipresent, and omniscient, that is, all-powerful, always present, and all-knowing. All of these understandings become crystal clear once we understand the purpose of our struggle. I want to impress upon you that there is indeed strength in the struggle. You see, there is a certain peace that is born out of struggle and stress, As we learn that God cares, God can, and God will. He allows us to endure struggles, problems, and even matters beyond our limited control to exercise our faithful endurance. Through the same struggles, he equips us with his whole armor as he has supplied every one of us with everything we need to fend off the fiery darts of the enemy. According to Ephesians 6 and 11, we must put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. You see, with each encounter and attack, our faith is made whole in God and we learn to peacefully rest in the Lord and all of his promises. Because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. When we have the precious Holy Ghost within, we are carriers of the comforter. Let me repeat that. When we are carrying the precious cargo of God's precious Holy Ghost, we are carriers of the comforter. Now the word comfort means to make easy, to make comfortable, to make calm and sustained, to make content. So, If we're carrying the comforter, the one and only holy comforter, then we ought to be content in whatever situation or whatever struggle we find ourselves. Therefore, the peace within us cannot and must not be disturbed by the chaos and disruptions that exist all around us. But there is strength in the struggle. Now, I did not say that things going on around us would not affect us, but just know, no matter how desperate or how bad it all looks, God is in control and he will take care of you and me. So we are willing to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. According to Deuteronomy 31st chapter 6th and 8th verses, Be strong and bold. Have no fear or dread of them because it is the Lord your God who goes before you. Such words remind me, remind us that we serve a strong and mighty God who promised to keep and hide, lead and guide us into all truth. It is he who goes before, that is in front of us. You know, anytime someone is going to protect you, They go in front of you so that the protection, the shield of faith, everything that we need is already going ahead of us. God said he goes before us. He is not slack concerning his promises. And if he said it, he will perform it. There is strength in the struggle. According to Psalm, the ninth chapter, the ninth through the 10th verses, The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Psalms 34th chapter, the 10th verse, those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. According to Isaiah, the 26th chapter, the third and fourth verses, those of steadfast mind you keep in peace because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for in the Lord God you have an everlasting rock. Today we call it strength in the struggle. 2 Corinthians, the second chapter and the ninth verse reminds us, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Proverbs 18th chapter and the 10th verse, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe." According to Nehemiah, the eighth chapter and the 10th verse, do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. So that verse alone tells us that our strength lies in the joy of the Lord. So when we're struggling, keep the joy and we'll be strong. According to Isaiah, the 41st chapter and the 10th verse, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God promising to take care of us. God promising that we should not be dismayed, but he promises that he will strengthen us when we are in need. He will help us when we were, when we are in need. He will uphold us and lift us up in his right hand. And then Exodus, the 15th chapter in the second verse. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. This is my God and I will praise him. My father's God and I will exalt him. According to Psalms, the ninth chapter, ninth and 10th verses, the Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Deuteronomy thirty third chapter and the 27th verse, the eternal God is your refuge and underneath are the everlasting arms. So if we do slip and fall as a test, that test will become a most powerful testimony when we realize that while we took a fall, his loving everlasting arms were there to undergird and catch us, proving that all things work together for my good. And you're good. Even when I fall, God still has me covered and cared for. While in the midst of a mess, God provides a message so that purpose exists in the midst of a mess. Such matters just solidify Psalms 34th chapter and the 17th verse. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and rescues them from all their troubles. Then Isaiah rewrapped those words in the 30th chapter, the 15th verse to say in repentance and rest is your salvation in quietness and trust is your strength. He did not stop there, but promised in Isaiah 43rd chapter, the first through the third verses, do not fear for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. You see, God continues to reassure us that the struggle will be present and is necessary to shore up our strength just like the butterfly whose wings must contend with necessary opposition to gain high-flying strength in the struggle. But even more pervasively present, God promised to be and remain with us through it all. According to Isaiah, the 30th chapter, the 15th verse, in repentance and rest is your salvation, in quietness and trust is your strength. Our salvation lies within repentance and rest and our strength. Our strength remains in our quietness. Just hold your peace. We've got to learn to hold our tongue, be quiet, shut our mouths and the ability to shut our mouths about the matter and just trust God is our strength. Lastly, even in the midst of the struggle, God promised us peace. According to John 14 chapter, the 27th verse, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Philippians fourth chapter and the 6th verse urges us, do not worry about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Now, Isaiah 59 and 19 confirms that there will be struggle as the enemy will come But when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. I just want you to become fully persuaded in your hearts and minds that when you have the spirit of the Lord dwelling within, the covenant is an assurance. So be reassured today that there is great strength in the struggle. His strength is made most perfect in every place we're weak. God is my power each minute, every hour, promised my life and soul to keep. Strength lies within the struggle we were promised they would come. Hold on to God's unchanging hands, available to everyone. Shelter in the time of storm, protection from the rain. God said he protect, dwell in, and perfect And yes, he knows your name. No situation too big for God. Nothing caught him by surprise. Just wait on the Lord and hold your peace. In our weakness is where his strength lies. Neither COVID-19 or a gruesome scene, mass shootings or threats of violence. God said have no fear because his power is here. So rest in his peaceful silence. God is not slack concerning his promises. He is true to all he said. Seek the Lord, stand still, believe in his will, trust God and be not afraid. Know for yourself for sure, have patience and endure. He will take care of you. Wholeheartedly believe, let none deceive. He'll perform all he said he would do. Our strength is made most perfect as we struggle through life's test. He promised to share every burden you bear. So when struggle arrives, just rest. Rest in knowing he cares for us. So in quietness, stand still. God promised to fight every battle you face as documented in his will. Rest in the knowledge that you are peculiar, special, God's elect, confident in his power and strength every hour to provide, sustain and protect. Reassured that God will hold you up in the safety of his right hand. Take comfort in his holy covenant towards you for whose life God has the plan. Rest in knowing we belong to the almighty who promised never to leave. Take his yoke upon you and learn of him. His many benefits expect to receive. Rest in his promise of provision and protection. He will cover you in the midst of the fire. Give strength in the struggle and bless through all trouble. Keep us uplifted, encouraged, and inspired. Well, family, this is number 118 of Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with friend There is strength in the struggle. Not that God does not love you, but he wants us to know and understand beyond the shadow of a doubt that he is our strength and when things fall apart he has got you so firmly under his protection and in his safety that they fall right into place. Remember that God has the blueprint he has the master plan he is the author and the finisher of our faith he is the great I am none before nor after him he is the creator of all that was ever created. So your matter and my matter can never be too great for our God. The struggle is a necessity to strengthen our faith and grow our patience. God's word has said, let patience have her perfect work in you. You see, once it has grown, developed, and matured, we become better capable of handling diverse struggles. We even become better at helping and praying others through hits from strength to strength. But never lose sight of the fact that God-given strength is born out of struggle. You see, the mother of strength is struggle. Had we never struggled, we'd be and stay weak. God's word explained it in 2 Peter, the second chapter and the third verse. Thou therefore endure Hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. So we are expected to endure difficult times, but just hold on to the fact that we are never, ever alone. God is with us, and he promised to fight our every battle. According to 2 Peter 2 and 12, if we suffer, we shall also reign with him. So yes, we struggle and we must in order to gain strength. But Romans 8th chapter and the 18th verse reminds us that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. I praise God that there is strength in the struggle. There is just a calm certainty in knowing that you know that our God will take care of us. He will see us through every storm, each battle and provide comfort when we appear to be between a rock and a hard place, because Jesus Christ is our solid rock. His strong, loving arms even undergird us as we endure and persevere through the struggle. I pray that each of you find rest in the knowledge that God's ever-present strength is made perfectly perfect in our weakness. After all, he is the all-sufficient strength in the midst of our struggle. Be blessed. On a separate note, please, please pray for students and teachers everywhere. We educators work in the trenches, loving children up to prescribed expectations. We teach, but we do so much more and stand in the gap for so many We are doctors, lawyers, mothers, fathers, confidants, friends, aunties and uncles, counselors, advocates, social workers, protectors, advisors, big sisters and big brothers, personal shoppers, cooks, servants, coaches, voices of reason and present through every season. When you see us outside of school, chances are we still have certain students on our hearts, and in our minds. And yes, both students and parents call me frequently, and it is not always about schoolwork or even academics. So yes, I carry many and ask God to grant me and grant us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change, courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Please pray for us as we endeavor to make a difference in countless lives each and every day. I pray God's blessings and favor rest, rule, and abide over each of you. Please don't forget to say something on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter page. You can listen to me on Amazon Music or YouTube as well. I welcome your questions, comments, critiques, and suggestions on topics you'd like to explore. Who knows, you might just end up being a guest on an upcoming broadcast. Remember, I'm just a regular girl navigating this diverse world. I'm looking forward to each of you. Until then, take care of yourself, each other, and stay blessed. The Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Log on to castropolis.net.